Hello there, and welcome to Craft Your Life with Altenew. This is Jen Raza, and I'm so excited to introduce you to today's guest. Let's give a warm welcome to the amazing Mariam Perez. Hi, Mariam. Hi, Jen. Thanks for having me. It's an honor to be here. I'm so excited because I feel like in the scrapbooking world, people probably have an idea of who you are, but in the card making world, I'm not sure. So I'm really excited to have everybody get to know you and you do so much for us at All to New. So we'll be able to talk a lot about that today. Should be a good time. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So I'm first wondering if you could just do a little brief introduction for people who don't know who you are where you're from, and a little Mm -hmm. bit about yourself. Okay, so hey everyone, Um, my name is Mariam. So I am from Chile, for those of you who don't know where Chile is. It's South America. I live in a very small town in the south of my country. So most of the year is actually like really cold. We don't get many warm days. Since we live in the southern hemisphere, we also have like the opposite seasons with the northern hemisphere. So right now it's like we're starting, well, we're in spring, we're almost getting ready for summer. So finally, we're finally having some warmer days. I live with my mom, my dad, my little sister, and then my grandpa as well. So yeah, so nice. (laughs) I didn't realize that you had um, extended family at home too. That's awesome. Yeah, blue my grandpa here. So yeah, Yeah. it's fun. (laughs) So when you say that it's becoming summer, how hot does it get? By you in the summertime? Um, let's see. I'm gonna speak Celsius. Do you have like something to transform <laughs> those? <laughs> I, I will hold on. I'll, I'll look it up. Okay. So usually, like during summer, we get like 25 Celsius degrees or like 30 tops. Then 30, I'm dying already. So. <laughs> Okay, so 30 for those of us out here in Fahrenheit is 86 degrees. So you kind of max out around there. That's the hottest day and I'm dying with that weather. (laughs) (laughs) So what's really funny is that I had a project when I was in like third grade, I think, and it was actually on Argentina. And I learned so much about Chile when I was doing the Argentina project because they're like right near each other. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're neighbors. (laughs) Yeah. How long would it take you to get to the other countries? Like, are you near the border or? You mean like my neighbor countries, Argentina? Yes. Yeah. So it's actually very close. So I live in an area that it's, it's kind of close. So I believe just, I don't know, like a few hours, three, five hours and we're in Argentina already. So it's not that far away. Oh, that's not bad at all. I feel Mm -hmm. like if I go three hours, I'm still in the Northeast of the US. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) No. We're close to the border here, so it's, yeah, it's very near to us, yeah. Now, I gave a little sneak peek earlier that you have done scrapbooking, but how and when did you start crafting? Yeah, so uh, I think I forgot to mention one thing when I started. So I know a lot of people don't really know my age, or they imagine me like a really old person or something, but um, for those of you who don't know, I'm just 19. (laughs) So I... I started very, very young, you know, this industry. I'm not exactly sure about the when you started crafting, but for as long as I can remember, you know, I've been like into crafting or doing something creative. So, yeah. I love that you mentioned your age because I was definitely going to bring it up. (laughs) (laughs) 
Because <laughs> I think you are definitely the youngest person that we've had with us on Alta News team, either on a design team or also behind the scenes on mm-hmm. our team. And we'll talk more about that later as well. But it's just so incredible to see how talented you are and how talented you've been at such a young age. I, <laughs> Thank you. I'm just floored at how well you can do these things. And I just know that as you get older and you really refine even further, like it's just incredible and all the things that you can do. I love it. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you You're welcome. I'm so inspired by you. Oh, thanks. So if you can't pinpoint when you started crafting, were there any crafts that you did when you were younger growing up? Yeah. So since I was very little, like the first thing that I that I remember doing was coloring books. I used to love using my coloring pencils and then paint over the drawings and everything. Then for some time, I was also obsessed with stickers and all kinds of stationary things. Then after that, I kind of move on to doing bracelets, earrings, those kinds of things. Then more like DIY, home decor stuff. I remember doing gifts for my mom as well and some friends. And then I eventually kind of jumped into and discovered, you know, this whole scrapbooking, making world. So yeah, I've been doing a lot of lot of things, you know, <laughs> throughout the way. I'm sure a lot of people out there can relate to some of those crafts you mentioned that you did when mm-hmm. you were younger. Because when you said bracelets, it immediately took me back when I was younger. I used to use embroidery floss to make friendship yeah. bracelets. Yeah. And I would learn all these cool, like, I'm going to call them stitches. I'm not really mm-hmm. sure if you would call them stitches, but I would learn all these different things that you can do. And I would make all these different friendship bracelets for myself, my family, Mm -hmm. my friends, and all of our favorite colors. Yeah, I believe everyone at that age kind of gets into doing these kinds of things, regular earrings. So yeah. Now I know a lot of kids, maybe about five or six years ago, and I think some still now, they use those little rubber like rings. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's like rainbow loom bracelets. Mm -hmm. And I know that that was kind of like the newer generation's version. Of yeah, the I, old also, friendship I also saw the kids doing that thing here, and I was like, my time, we didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're so young and you still say things like, back in my time. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get to use those things. <laughs> my sister did, but I didn't. <laughs> so now as a paper crafter, what is your favorite type of project to make? Oh, that's a good question. So I love to do scrapbook layouts and then cars as well i feel like each project has a different purpose for instance scrapbooks you know i'm kind of recording my story saving my memories for future generations you know eventually one day maybe my kids you know will take a look into my Mm -hmm. albums and see my my story or the story of my family but then when it comes to card making i love doing cars as well because by doing a car you know you're maybe hopefully making someone else's day so I love doing both. I don't have a favorite. I love them equally. (laughs) That's great. It's funny because I always thought of you more of a scrapbooker. Scrapbooker. I think that's how I got to know you is Mm. through your scrapbooking. And then you make these cards. I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) that girl is also great at card making. It's kind of funny because when you look back like on my older blog posts on my blogs, if you scroll back all the way to like 2013, maybe 14, you know, when I was just starting, I was doing cards not scrapbook layouts. So I believe, I don't know when that happened, but I sort of got or changed, you know, to doing scrapbooks and I'm kind of getting back again to the cards. So Mm. yeah. It's so funny. Even like, again, you're saying that back in 2013 (laughs) when you started (laughs) your blog. (laughs) Wow. 
That's just so amazing and so admirable. And it's so nice that, you know, we have this technology so that, you know, kids can say, hey, I want a platform where I can share my projects and Mm -hmm. you have access to it. That's really fantastic. Yeah. Back in the day, though, back in the day, (laughs) well, like a few years ago, when everything started, you know, all of my content that I was putting out there was in Spanish because... That's my native tongue, right? I learned English afterwards when I started, when I joined like my first design team, American design team. So like, if you look back at that, you know, it's, it's going to be in a different language, but you can still see the pictures. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Now, how do you store your scrapbooks? If you've been doing scrapbooking for a while, you must have accumulated a few scrapbooks. How do you store those? Um, so I do have albums, but I have to say I'm not very good at putting my layouts into albums. I actually have most of them in boxes, which is not ideal. But um, <laughs> yeah, eventually, you know, uh, when I get some time, I want to like put them in albums and then protective pages as well. So I can keep those safe. And then how can you choose or do you have a process for selecting which photos to document or what what to include in your layouts? For me, well, it depends because most of my layouts, I used to do them for a design team. So like, first of all, like selecting the products that I was going to use first instead of the picture, and then trying mm-hmm. to like match the pictures to the products. But um, yeah, I feel like uh, it depends on the collection that I'm using. When it comes to scrapbooking, you know, we usually work by collections. Mm-hmm. So for instance, if I'm using, I don't know, like a cat theme collection let's say i'm gonna scrub a photo of my cats or if i'm working with a family theme collection you know i'm just gonna look on my folder on the computer you know and then select a picture that i like and then i'll also you know do the journaling or the storytelling accordingly did you know that altenew has a bundle of six free classes to teach you all you need to know about our popular layering products if you want to be more creative with those layers and make something amazing, our online learning platform, Altenew Academy, is the way to go. You will learn how to use layering stamp sets and line those images up easily and perfectly. Our latest bonus episode features layering dyes, an exciting world of 3D layers to explore. Discover tons of new ways to utilize your stamps and dyes to create wonderful cards in no time. Become a layering expert now. Check out our All About Layering classes at www.altenew.com. So how did you end up getting to be on the Altenew team? Um, So I think I discovered Altenew through Instagram. At that time, well, in Tele, you cannot really find many car making supplies. We have scrapbooking stores, but car making, not really. Most people do mm-hmm. scrapbooking here. So I was like, I was just following you guys on Instagram and saying, oh, those stamps, those layering stamps are beautiful. So I was just <laughs> like watching all of your releases and things like that. But then in 2019, I got a chance to go to the United States, one of the companies that I was working for at that time. And this lady, you know, that I'm friends with, she invited me. She was like, hey, why don't you come to Creativation Show? I'll, you know, I'll walk you through. I'll show you. We'll visit the booths and everything. And I was like, yeah, I love to. So yeah, she's been a great help, you know, with me and she has supported me a lot. So I went to the United States for the first time, you know, I went to Creativation and then I had like the list of booths that I wanted to visit and then Altenew was there. I saw pictures, you know, previous shows on Instagram. So I was like, I have to visit the Altenew booth. So I did. I visited the Altenew booth. I got a chance to talk to Tasneema May. For some reason, I didn't saw you there. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> 
I don't know why either. You know, usually when I'm not in the booth, it's either because I'm teaching a workshop Mm -hmm. or if I'm taking a break, but we don't take many breaks. So it was probably more likely that I was teaching a class. Yeah. So for some reason, I didn't get to see you, but I did talk to May and Jasmine. So we stayed there for some minutes and then May was like, because I was carrying some of my layouts that day. So May say, said to me like, hey, I love to be in contact with you. So she gave me like her business card. And then she was like, hey, send me an email whenever you have time. So yeah, then I started to get in contact with her. She offered me some guest design spots. So I started to like slowly work as a guest designer. Then eventually I got invited to join the mixed media design team. Uh, I was called Scrabble Design Team back then. (laughs) And then I don't know where or how that happened but there was like a graphic design opening on the company so I kind of sent in my resume hoping you know that I might help with some kind of task everything happened really quickly and then I was the graphic designer for all of you so I just love your story so much and I was really <laughs> excited for us to have the chance to share it with everybody because I think you know it shows a, a journey in a short amount of time I think that's a big <laughs> testament to you is how quickly you were able to kind of move up and do more but she went from just being a crafter who enjoyed doing it for herself Mm -hmm. to doing it for companies to doing it for us. And now she has a major position on the graphic (laughs) design team. And that's why I was saying I'm just always so amazed at what you do. Because I remember when I was 19, I had no idea what was going on. I feel like I was just like floating through life and just trying to figure myself out. Mm -hmm. And the fact that, you know, you have these skills and you're able to not only do them yourself, all this graphic design work, but you're organizing your team and you're helping others. So it's really amazing to see that you've come such a long way at such a young age. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I started very young. So I guess that's why I guess, you know, whenever you have you're very passionate about something, you're gonna do like, or no matter where you're gonna work really hard towards that. So I guess in my case, it was that, you know, I was passionate about crafting at the beginning it was just fun for me I was basically playing with the supplies now it's more of a job but yeah it's just basically following your dreams you know and making time for things that you love at the end of the day so now when you do your graphic design work is there a type of project you prefer to work on there lately I've been enjoying a lot of like packaging related tasks so I'm working on some freestyle things hopefully people will see them later on the year but yeah we've been working on some new products so i've been designing the packaging for those so that's been really fun like a freestyle thing it's fun because then you get to see the actual product with the packaging that you design which is mm-hmm. i don't know it feels so great when you see that final piece there i remember that when i designed my first stamp sets with all to new just <gasps> physically touching them in your hand is a big yeah. deal because for Miriam, if you guys don't know what she does for graphic designing is Graphic designers make the banners, they make the web labels, they work on the insert cards, all these other things. And, you know, you probably see your work all the time. If you just go to altino.com, you're like, hey, I made that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I put that together. (laughs) But to have something in your hands that you designed from scratch, you know, that's definitely a different feeling. feeling, And I've seen some of your packaging that you've been working on very recently, (laughs) and I'm excited about it. Yeah, me too. (laughs) It's too bad we can't share. It's a secret we have right now. We'll have to wait. (laughs) 
Now, do you think that the crafting industry in general lacks people in your age group? Yeah, definitely. I haven't met anyone my age that does crafting so far, <laughs> which is kind of unfortunate, you know. I feel like we need to open some kind of space for this younger or next generation, I guess you could say, of crafters. I think it's something that we need to kind of work towards too. I know. It's something I think about a lot because I was also interested in crafting when I was younger. I probably started in my early 20s, mm -hmm. so not as early as you. But I remember just when I started, I felt like I had to look pretty hard to find anybody who was around the same age as me. Yeah, Not like it mattered because mm -hmm. I love that the hobby brings people together and I met many people of all ages. Yeah, and I thought that, that was mm -hmm. one of the biggest strengths of being mm -hmm. in an industry like this. But I also was wondering, like, where are all the 20-year-olds? <laughs> yeah. They, they just weren't there. So I think we've got to work hard. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know what's the reason. But I feel like we need to open some kind of spaces for the younger generation. I don't know how, but we definitely need to as an industry. And I'm going to say a sentence that's going to make me feel like a really old lady. But I wonder, is it is it because of social media that maybe the younger generation spends a lot of time on their phones and they're not spending as much time creating? Or is that not true? Might be. I don't know. I feel like I'm a little bit different than <laughs> the usual teenager <laughs> that you see out there. I used to spend most of my time creating. I remember my, my classmates, you know, when I was in high school, they used to spend most of their days in social medias. They didn't do anything mm -hmm. creative. Even though they had great ideas, they didn't really use that time to create something. And yeah, social media has been a great tool for everybody. So I'm not going to knock that. But I just wonder, maybe they need to get inspired on social media and then Correct. take yeah. those ideas into the craft room. Exactly. So maybe you can help us come up with some good ideas and we can reach out to maybe others in your age group on how we can get others interested mm -hmm. in card making and crafting and scrapbooking. That'll be fun. Definitely. Yeah. Outside of crafting, do you have any other hobbies? Uh, that's a good question. So I spend most of my day working, you know, creating graphics or designing cards or scrapbook layouts. But whenever I have free time, I'm trying to get back to music. When I was little, I used to play the violin. That time I hated it for some strange reason. Now I wish I didn't stop. But anyway, um, so yeah, I'm just trying to get back to music, trying to uh, learn how to play the piano again. I took some classes as well when I was little, but I forgot. So I'm trying to get back to that. And then also trying to learn some singing techniques, maybe. <laughs> now, do you have a piano at home or a keyboard that you can practice on? We have a keyboard here, which sometimes I play. I'm not really good, but I'm trying to get better at it. <laughs> And then are you into any sports or athletics or anything like that? No, I'm the worst at sports. No. <laughs> Talk about crafting. I'm good at that. But I think I'm good at that. But sports, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm the worst at sports, really. <laughs> it's so funny. I feel like that is common among crafters. And I don't want to generalize. But I feel like people are drawn to certain things based on their personalities. And mm -hmm. I would much rather be indoors yeah. crafting. Than being outside mm -hmm. playing a sport. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Although I do casually like shooting hoops. That's fun, I think. Just play, not like an actual game of basketball, mm -hmm. but just taking the ball and throwing it in the hoop. 
Yeah, it's always good to do some kind of sport. It's something that I need to do eventually. But yeah, not good at that. (laughs) I have a friend who actually just told me today, she's like, I I was just running three miles yesterday. And then like, that's how she starts her sentence. Just casually like, I ran three miles yesterday. And I'm like, if I ran three miles, that would be a total (laughs) milestone for me. Yes. (laughs) That's really funny. Oh my goodness. All right, you and I, we can just hang out inside if we ever meet each other in person. We don't have to go running. We don't yep. have to play sports. We can we can just craft inside. Yeah. Now, are there any fun facts about you that our listeners might enjoy learning? Fun facts. Um, I don't know. It doesn't have to be a, about crafting. So, I think something fun that no many people know is that for some reason this year and the past year as well, after lockdown, you know, started uh, this whole quarantine thing, I've been super into musicals lately. There is like a list online with the greatest movie musicals of all time. So I've been trying to kind of watch them, you know. So that is something that I've been watching lately. Musicals. Movie musicals. Do you have a favorite so far that you've seen? <sighs> well, my all-time favorite is The Sound of Music. <laughs> I love Julie Andrews. It's my favorite musical ever. But the one that I watched recently that I loved was Singing in the Rain. It was so good. I've been, tr- I've been trying to learn that. the songs. <laughs> the music is great and the dancing is yeah. amazing. Yeah. They, back then, they used to do great musical movies. I think my favorite is West Side Story. Oh, that's on my list. I still haven't watched it. But yeah. I always love that. And then I saw they're doing a remake of it so i'm interested to check that out oh yeah yeah i saw i saw the the trailer of that one yeah yeah the music is fantastic and i've played in the pit orchestra for west side story and it is the most challenging music (laughs) it's really really difficult but it's amazing so i I really have yeah (laughs) I'm very partial to it, but I'm curious to see about the remake, if it's going to live up to the original, because it's hard when you love something so much, and then there's a remake. It happens yeah. with other movies and things, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, am I going to like You start comparing not? the old with the new one. That's not good. <laughs> and I think people who like reading get that a lot also, Yeah, if there is a movie made out of one of their favorite books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing happens there, yeah. Well, this has been so much fun chatting with you. Is there anything else that you would like to share? Um, I don't know. I didn't think so. Just think so much. How can people find you? How about that? What if they do want to take a deep dive into your archives on your blog? How can they find you? So you guys can search my blog. Maybe we can add it to the show notes. So it's mariamperez.blogpost.com. So if you guys go all the way back to 2013, which was when I opened my blog, you'll be able to see my ugly project. <laughs> oh, come on. Everyone started somewhere. I, I kind of think my projects were ugly too. But then I thought, that's just part of my creative journey. Well, I yeah, to start it somewhere. is. Yeah, we got to start somewhere. No, correct. But yeah, uh, you guys can also reach me on Instagram at Design as well. Yeah, those are the most of the platforms that I use, blog and Instagram. That's awesome. Well, I hope that there are some younger listeners out there who are inspired by your journey. And mm-hmm. I hope that makes them realize that, like you said, you could just follow your dreams and 
don't feel like your age or anything else could hold you back because you never know what'll happen. Yeah, this industry is one of the best industries to kind of grow in. Everyone is so supportive. I have met so many wonderful people here. And don't be afraid, you know, to just show your work. If if you're creating something, just put it out there, you know. And if you want to reach out to me, if you're young, if you want to reach out to me, just let me know, you know, I'd love to be in contact. We can work something out there. <laughs> that sounds so nice. Well, thank you again for joining us. This has been a blast. And I learned a few new things about you as well, which I always love when our guests teach me something that I didn't know beforehand. Because all of our guests so far, for the most part, have been people I've known for at least a year or two or more. Mm-hmm. So thank you for keeping me on my toes over here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I had a lot of fun. So for everybody out there, thank you so much for joining us today. And always remember to craft your life. Bye. Bye. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and everywhere you can find podcasts to keep up with every new episode. Shoot us an email at support at altenew.com with your feedback, and don't forget to craft your life.